Welcome to the Laid Off Podcast, episode five. We are here with my good friend, Nick, Nick Mirabli. We're going to be talking about movies today and some stuff that goes along with movies. Nick, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me on the Laid Off Podcast. Yeah, glad to have you at what I call the Laid laid Off Desk. Oh, nice. For the first time. We'll be getting into that, but before we get into any of that, how, how have you been? What have you been up to? Same old stuff for, you know, all you, like you guys have been doing, just working. Well, I'm working. You're laid off. Yeah. Until, until Monday. Monday. Then I start and then I'm back. Nice. Back on the workforce, baby. For now. For yeah. Now. For now. Got a dog now. So that's very uh, tedious. Yeah. You got your puppy. hands full. Yeah. Named after the winter soldier. James Bucky Barnes. James Bucky Barnes. I've been uh, yelling that at him <laughs> and my daughter... It's like, why do you keep calling him James? And like, it's, it's, it's Bucky's his middle name. Yeah. Okay. We might call him why, Bucky, but we all know that. Why truth. is Barnes his last name? Yeah, that's, his, that's his name. It's James, James Bucky, Bucky Barnes, Barnes Mirabile. Yeah. The Winter Soldier. <laughs> the Winter Soldier dog. The Winter Soldier dog, who's not black and gray like you might expect. Nope. Got all his arms. <laughs> no metal appendages <laughs> or anything. Got them all. So, kind of wanted to get into talking about movies and you know, kind of the beginning of what what they do. Why you like movies? I was anybody that knows you knows you're a big movie guy. Right. I know you're a big movie guy. I like movies too. I think you're probably the biggest movie fanatic. I guess I would say that I know. So I definitely wanted to get you in, talk a little little perspective about on that. the uh, like on the. On the actual scale of like everything, yeah, yeah. Whether like the it be the theater, scale. whether it be yeah. physical media, streaming, even even though you know my thoughts on that, oh. we'll get into that. Oh, I'm sure we will. Ever since I can remember, yeah. I've always wanted to be a gangster. I just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, as far back as I can remember, I would have to say the year maybe 1998. I I, I honestly don't know the exact year, but I remember you know when albums like uh, like Eminem and Rob Zombie were like huge. You had like a Mm -hmm. like a little radio. You put the CD in. You know I was why I was 10 or 11 listening to these. You know bad things. I wonder that all the time. I go back and listen to like Kid Rock sometimes. I'm like I was able to listen to this when I was a kid. Yeah, I loved Kid Rock too. (laughs) But this is what I'm 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 referring to the music because that's kind of where it started. Because if you look at Rob Zombie, that's where kind of I'm not gonna say started, but I was like, oh, he has. I loved his music, and then I would go like look into like his movies down like you know, in the future. Mm-hmm. 
But I will tell you, I have kept all of my movie tickets from every movie I've seen. And if you look in the book that I have, it dates all the way back to the year 2000. Which is okay. just crazy because you were, what, 11 years old? 11 years old. <laughs> Guess what movie it was? Faded is all hell. You could barely read it. <laughs> Scary movie. Oh, wow. Why am I watching that at 11? Why well, did I'm 31 us. minus, yeah, 11 years old. Yeah, crazy. Did we did we understand what was going on? No. no. Probably not. Not at all. Really, really bad. I was a few years younger than you, but I had older siblings, so naturally I, I saw all the same stuff. Yeah. So th- this ticket is just, it's embedded <laughs> into this book. You'll never get it out. I have it from 2000 all the way up until now. I took a hiatus. Me and my friend, we would literally, when I tell you go to the movie theater every weekend, we weren't going for three movies. We were like doubling. Yeah. Two movies a day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like you can look in the book too. I have proof. It's like, oh, Saturday at two, Saturday at six. Right. Like, and it's, there's so many. And even we, we would see shitty things too. Like, shitty movies just whatever that caught just, your like, interest it doesn't even matter like animated things that we, we yeah we didn't even care about yeah and it was chunkies always chunkies well yeah i mean they have a terrible the, the sound thing about system. chunkies is yeah you can't hear the movie no they're fucking people, people walking around the whole time talking trying to give you your chicken tendies asking questions ridiculous but honestly back in the day like i would we would go every weekend and, and then it it gradually went to like my friend you know getting a car and now we're going to this theater that theater you know farther away night showings midnight showings if any remember anyone remembers those those were fun we would literally wait in line for like three or four hours crazy which is stupid because this is before the days of reserved seating you had to wait in line for a good seat yeah yeah even with reserve seating, you had to wait in line for IMAX, like you know, right. in the last five years or so. Uh, mostly, mostly the you know, the MCU stuff, and then uh, yeah, but like dating back to like all those other ones that I was talking about. There's just I, I wish I could read off some of the book. It's just yeah. really funny. Like if you you were like, why the hell did you see that? Like, uh, you'd probably make fun of me and just. There's some <clears throat> that we've all seen. I mean, of course. Of course. And when you're like a teenager or a kid, it's so different. It's like not from even when you're an adult because you'll look back. Like, I remember I wanted to see Date Movie. It was like a scary movie. Oh, it was play. a parody. The parody, yeah. yeah. It was like a parody movie, like scary movie. But this was when those were so played out yep. and bad. I remember I begged my parents <laughs> to be like, can you give me a ride to the movie so I can see Date Movie? Right. And then they finally took me. And like the other day, I saw Date Movie on some, some streaming service. You were and I, was, I thought to myself, <laughs> never again. I will never watch that movie. Oh, my God. But I wanted to see it so bad when I was younger. Of course. It's because that trailer must have been epic. You live for trailers. I fucking love trailers. <laughs> I wait for the the release date of the trailer. Yeah. To check it out. You know, a lot of people don't like the trailer because they think that it gives off spoilers. Way too much, you know, spoilers and stuff. But it honestly depends on the company. Yeah. If, some companies, they're like, yeah, we'll give you everything, right? And then some companies like, no, we'll give you nothing. Uh, yeah, because for Star Wars or MCU or any of like the big time franchises, they don't give off spoilers much. But you know why? Because they don't need to. You're exactly. Ar- you're already going. Yeah, it's already going to make a billion dollars. They could give you a title card that says Black Panther 2 and then show his face or you know show like a, a one clip of Wakanda and you... It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm going. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go see a Marvel movie. You could see Ant-Man shrink for 30 seconds and be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to that. I don't care. Well, that's the thing. It's, there's certain franchises that have just are such large fan bases. They don't need to put something in the trailer that's like, oh, I need to see it for that reason. Like, you're already going to see it. 
and even though I say that, that you're already going to see it, Disney will still put out that spoiler where people are like, why did you do that? If you think about, mm-hmm. um, so Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Literally shows his hammer getting destroyed in the trailer right. by Hela. Which is crazy. It's a big part of the MCU. Civil War. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Why? Why would that you give that thing. away? That was the first time Spider-Man had ever been in the MCU. Yeah. It was his introduction. Yeah. Why would you give that away? You know what? I think that giving that away just gets you more view, you know, people in the theater. Yeah. Obviously. You're going to go no matter what, but now you're just like tripling your people. And that's the thing. It's funny because the pandemic has fucked everything up because everything was such a long time ago at this point. Yeah. It's like, I haven't seen a exist. new MCU movie in uh, more than Well, that was years, Endgame, right? yeah. Was, Endgame uh, was what, April 2019. 2019? So it's like... Yeah, it's been just about two years at this point. We're finally getting oh, wait. A, a movie. It wasn't Endgame. It was uh, Far From Home. Oh, right. Came Far after. From Home. So yeah, that was, was, it was like, July. So, so July. So it's been almost two years. Yeah. And then Black Widow was supposed to come out, and then it got pushed to November 2020, and then it got pushed to May 2021. Right. So a, a full year pushback, and everything behind it got pushed with it. Yeah. It's, it's all jumbled now. Mm-hmm. Like WandaVision, I don't believe was supposed to be the first show released. No. I'm pretty sure it was... Be... Winter, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, because that takes place like directly after Endgame, I think. I no. haven't actually started it yet. So, Oh, you didn't? So no. WandaVision takes place three weeks after Endgame. Falcon Winter Soldier takes place six months. And okay. Far From Home takes place eight months. So in between your releases of Endgame and Far From Home, mm-hmm. you have those two Disney Plus shows. Right, but... Di- are happening between... But, but Disney Plus hadn't been out at that point. So right. they couldn't release right. it in that order. Right. Because Disney Plus, what, came around November It was November, yeah. It was yeah. November 2019. But with Far From Home, it's funny. I think it's a coincidence or, or funny because in Far From Home, you know, the, the teacher, uh, oh, yeah. J.B. Smoove or whatever, yep. he's like uh, talking about witchcraft and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like that takes place after the whole events of uh, Westview and like WandaVision. Yeah. So it's really funny that like Agatha and, you know. Right, Wanda big... being the Scarlet Witch and witchcraft and Salem right. and all that stuff. That makes I think it's sense. funny. He's like, we got to get out of here. I'm sure. Witchcraft. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Uh, like, that's probably thought out, though. Like, that's the yeah. thing about Marvel is that everything's meticulous and everything's thought out. And that's why it's such a good oh, kind of franchise to get into. It's crazy. It's it's crazy, like, the thought that they like is put into each and every detail and mm-hmm. the directors and the actors. And everyone wants to be a part of it, obviously. Yeah. You know, who doesn't want to be a part of that? Yeah, and that's the thing about franchises. Franchises are so interesting in movies because you have the same actors in the same movies over and over again, Yeah, and people will still want to see it. But it's hard to keep that something like that fresh, too. Because yeah. Marvel, they need to keep it fresh because people don't want to just see the same movie over and over again, as much right. as they love the MCU. As much as they have like the same formula. Yeah. But you know what took... I, I think WandaVision flipped that formula a little bit. I mean, I think the concept of having before. shows in oh, general is going to flip the formula. A show is just so different from a movie. Yep. There's only so much you can fit in. I mean, WandaVision's a half-hour show. Is Falcon and Winter Soldier So the hour? first episode was uh, 48 minutes, and I think they just confirmed episode two was like 50. Right. So I'm pretty sure all six episodes are between 40 and 50 minutes. Right. But which is only so much you can fit into an hour-long episode. But let me tell you this. I know you didn't watch the episode, but... The first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, it starts off with a bang. Yeah. There's actually a 10-minute action sequence wow. to start off. Which, like, that's kind of, I mean, the style you would expect. I would expect yeah. the Straight. show to be very much like 
you know, like the Winter Soldier movie. And it is. It goes from there to just, you know, some dialogue, some exposition that you need to know about each character. And yeah. It literally feels like an MCU movie. It doesn't feel like you're watching a TV show. Yeah. It's going to be one big six-hour movie at the end. And that's how I felt about WandaVision, too. Could have been a movie. But, you know, with every week and all those speculations and theories... It just makes it a lot more fun. It makes it more fun, and it makes people talk. It makes... You know, imagine if WandaVision, all episodes were released like Stranger Things. Yeah. They're in and out of your your head. Uh, Oh, that was a cool finale. It drives me crazy. At the same time, I know. Yeah, I know I, you don't like it. I, I hate having to wait, and I'm the, and I'm the complete opposite. But I can appreciate having to wait, especially for example, like my girlfriend Amanda had never seen Marvel before, never was really interested. Was like, I don't really care about superheroes, right. and I, I had to explain. You don't understand. It's not just superheroes. It's the storytelling, right? The storytelling, the movies. They're just they're very good. You care about the characters. Like at the end, if. If you lose a character in a Marvel movie or like a Star Wars movie or any type of movie where you get attached to characters, it's like oh you get it hurts. attached. It hurts. You get attached. Right. It's crazy. So we watched Wandavision because I wanted to watch it, and by probably I don't know second to last, maybe maybe a couple of episodes before the last episode, she had said, "I think I want to check out the Marvel movies because it." It's really good, and you don't realize until you see it. Right. Because most people just say, like, oh, I don't like superheroes. It's, it doesn't interest me. Right. And they think it's the same formula as, you know, I don't know, Daredevil, Ben Affleck. Just right. Those mid-2000s movies where it was just no yeah. acting, no story. It Blade was just action. and all those, yeah. And those were fun. Of course. But they weren't. They were, nothing like this has ever. Nothing. Ever. And, and nothing at the same time. Was, I mean... The only thing that's comparable to Marvel really like a, is Star Wars. Like a universe? Yeah. Like a cinematic universe, yeah. And Star Wars, they've had their, they've had three different trilogies. They've had TV shows, video games, all the Spin-offs. Stuff. Spin-offs, yeah. yeah. It's not quite MCU. Nothing really is. No, because everyone always, even if you're a Star Wars fan, I feel like you always date back to the original trilogy. You're like, of course. This is my favorite. No and that's what one. everybody compares it to. Like, you, like, even some people will say, oh, you should watch Force Awakens first. And then yeah. their reasoning is always... Well, you should watch Force Awakens first because it's just like the first movie, but, but it's, it's modern, but it's newer. Yeah, because yeah. everyone hates old stuff for <laughs> yeah, some reason. Like exactly, I, I I love older, like eighties, nineties. I'm not so much seventies, but I mean, I can get into it. You know, like seven. I, and there actually is a lot of good seventies that I do. I, do I find some stuff hard to watch if it's not like remastered. Like sometimes when it's like standard def and bad sound quality. Yeah, I'm just like Ugh, on like a little I don't uh, watch VCR this. TV. Yeah. You but know people still remastered do that. stuff is like good. You know, like I'll watch movies from the '80s if they're remastered. They're high def. It, that's the part that I think bothers me. I think '80s is where you get all your comedies and stuff, and yeah. '90s. '90s know. is a lot. Like, think about comedies now; it's all dead. Yeah, I think like the pinnacle of comedy in the '90s, like Chris Farley, Chris Rock, 100%. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, of yeah. course. Yeah. Nonetheless, you know what I wanted to get into a little bit was how movies make you feel. Feel. Really, like you know, like like what draws you to what, movies? What don't they make me feel? That's <laughs> the real question. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like what's the appeal of? Obviously, we've gone. You know, you go to the movies, you see a movie, you enjoy it. But like, like you're talking you know, about the what, theater but, experience, or just or, like or in just, general, just a film in general yeah. when you're watching it. You know, you what's know, the force behind? I want to continue watching this. I'm enjoying this. Right. The emotional part of it, like you were saying, attachment. Right. If you get attached to characters and. And, and I'm not talking only with superhero. I'm talking about like dramas. 
Yeah. Thrillers. Get attached to any you can get attached to anything. If a movie makes you emotional, whether it be like crying, mm-hmm. happy, motivated, anything like that, it's done its job. Yeah. I agree. Um, for the theater experience, it's almost like you can't explain it. Like, obviously, you, everyone, not maybe not everyone, but you've been to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. You know the experience. Like, what's going to ruin that experience is people talking, people on their phone. But when you walk in, like, you, you wake up that morning. You wake up that morning, right? You have work. You have to work eight hours. It you doesn't got, matter. But you got a pep in your step. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're, you know that's going to be a good night. You walk yeah. into the theater, pre-COVID, obviously, with the you no know, masks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Let me set the mood for you. You're... You take the rod, you're at yeah. Jordan's IMAX, oh, yeah. you get some Fuddruckers, you got a burger in your belly. Oh, man. You know you know what's good about them? You can take the burger in the, in the theater with you. Oh, true. I, did, I actually stuff. didn't know that. Yeah, my cousin was saying the other day, he's like, damn, I miss going in there with the burger. You got the styrofoam tray with your French fries. Your, of course. Your Pepsi, and it's just, it's great. The, Grab you, a Richardson's ice cream oh, on your way out the door. Is it is it almost the perfect experience? When you walk in there, not not only IMAX, but just any theater, the smell. It's always the same. It's always the same. <laughs> How do they do it? It's like the, a, a it's nice smell the... between popcorn and ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was going popcorn. But the butter. Is it, there's something in the butter. It just makes you want to just stay there. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, you go in. So you go in, you sit down, and you just have this, you know, you're... It's it's like a cathartic experience. You you escape life for two three hours if you you know if you're watching the Snyder Cut it's four hours. Uh, I've, I don't think I've ever watched a four hour movie. Either. No, I think Endgame was my top three this hours. Like three, three, three hours in like two three minutes. Plus, yeah. But I saw it three times in theaters. So, so nine, dedicated nine, nine hours. hours of my life to that movie. <laughs> and if they re-release it, you'll dedicate more. Absolutely. And you know what? In with the emotional um, aspect of that, probably cried every time. So. Yeah, Every, all three times, you know, with that with that ending. Anyways, you're in the theater, you know, you you know, you got your friends, you got whoever's going with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just it's it's escapism. Yeah, like I said, escaping from your everyday life and watching this story unfold in front of you in this big ass screen and loud ass speakers, butt kickers sometimes at the IMAX. You know, Elliot, he rocks those butt kickers. <laughs> The, the storytelling, the you know, the attachment, the, the cinematic uh, universe with the, the superheroes, you just it's like a continuous story that you just you just want to know the next part so bad. And that's a, another thing with like release dates and that's why everyone gets so excited yeah. about what's next. you know theorizing what's next, what's gonna happen, whether it's Star Wars or I'm trying to think of like uh, you know even I even get excited with like action movies like um, like the newer ones like John Wick mm-hmm. you know I mean, I mean seen the third yeah, one it's a little, cliffhangers yeah it's a little harder to get excited about a movie that has never had a movie before you might be oh this looks good like something new yeah okay but yeah. it's with franchises and sequels yeah. and whatnot it's so easy to just be like i'm so excited for that and you know what even with the original material that like people are like want to release with say like a24 movies like i don't know if you're familiar with a24 but like they they're a they're a film studio like a production company that take the weirdest scripts and they they're like okay we're on board we'll produce it yeah and people love them and they they're everywhere from comedy to drama to horror to just mind fuckery movies and it's just they're great yeah i've seen uh like Oh, Midsummer! I think we were talking about that. Midsummer okay. or Hereditary. Yep. A um, couple of really good thriller, horror, like A24 movies that are just, if you haven't seen them, it's definitely not for like the faint of the like, heart people where they mm-hmm. can't look at 
blood or like really fucked up imagery. Right. But those will get you going. I mean, I, I know there's a bunch of A20, A24 movies that I could literally list to you and you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, I've seen that. Right. You know? And it's funny because you end up like doing that in a way. If you know movies, you end up realizing more than kind of, oh, I want to see the next movie in this line. You, you end up recognizing producers and directors exactly. and, and movie exactly. like production companies that you really like. Not only, not only producers and like... Um, writers and mm. cinematography, but you know what really gets me going? The score. The score. Ludwig. Oh my god. <laughs> I've like recently got into scores, probably within the last five years. I didn't really care about them that much, but like if you, you know, like The Dark Knight mm-hmm. in 2008, I didn't really care about the score, but if you listen to it now, <clears throat> it's like the motivation that, like I was telling you the other day, like, yeah. I was just. I don't know, just sitting there, just watching YouTube just randomly, you know, and you just want to, like, get some exercise in, just jump on, like, the, the bike. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have no motivation, like I was telling you, and I literally put on YouTube, and I watched <laughs> Christian Bale climb out of that cave <laughs> with Hans Zimmer's score blaring in the background. He gets out. You just feel like you're on top of the world. You're going, like, 10 miles now on that bike. Yeah. I don't care. Hans right. Zimmer will do anything for you. He's it's one of the greats. Man of Steel, like, oh. Hans Zimmer, definitely one of the more well-known ones. He was supposed to score Tenet, and I was pretty bummed that he couldn't. He had a contractual uh, agreement with Sam Mendes for oh. 007 No Time to Die, yep. which has also been pushed. Yeah, that's who, who uh, coming out in like 2025. Like, oh my god. And it's the last one, too, for Daniel Craig. But anyways, he, uh, Hans Zimmer scored No Time to Die, I believe. And he was supp- it was either No Time to Die or it was Dune. I forget which one you had... Con, uh, he had contract with, but anyways, he couldn't do Tenet, which bums every Christopher Nolan fan out. Of course, because if you, you know, you got Interstellar, yeah. Dark Knight, yeah, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Anyways, so Ludwig, Ludwig. Gorenson, okay, he's the man. He's he's Dude, probably my favorite right now. I love him, and I don't pay attention to the score a whole lot, but I'm big. I'm big on music, so right. I notice exactly. So he scored Black Panther, Mandalorian, Creed, right? Creed and Fruitville There's, Station. Uh, Fruitville Station, yeah. Quick story, I was listening to an interview with him and he was literally telling the story of how he met Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. They met at college. Yeah. Just like and, and I'm imagining this like if I was just like maybe like with you in like a dorm like talking about music or something. Right. So these two great like minds are talking. They have no idea who they are, like each other are. Mhm. And they just became friends. And then Ryan Cooley gets a little big. Then he went to Fruitvale Station and he called Ludwig. And then literally their career just started from there. And then I thought this was the greatest part. Christopher Nolan watched Creed at the premiere and was asking Ryan Coogler about the music. So then he introduced Christopher Nolan to Ludwig. Right. And then years later, he was like, I need you for Tenet. Crazy. You're not going to turn down Christopher Nolan. Oh, my God. Tenet, the score on Tenet is like, I don't know if you've seen the movie. I haven't. So it's all about like time inversion. Yeah. I know the concept. He literally like does a score backwards, does it like forward, fucks with it. Yeah. Like bombs, like takes the incorporates what's happening with like bombs. It's like, like, yeah. 
ambulance sounds takes this oh it's so crazy yeah it sounds really good i mean i know oh. ludwig from he was on community the tv show oh yeah um that was where one of his first big things i think um so he did the score for community which had a lot of music in it that's how he met donald glover mm-hmm. and then he became like the main contributor for the Childish Gambino albums. Oh, when he, he I, when, did music for Childish Gambino? Yeah, so, so they co-produced every one of his albums okay. so far. So the first time I ever heard of Ludwig, I thought he was a music producer. Right, not because, a creator. Right, because I was listening to Childish Gambino, and I had seen his name in like the community credits because I watched the show before I listened. You know, I kind of They go with each other. That's how I knew about both of them. Yeah. And... I had seen his name in the community credits. I never really thought about it. And he had mentions in one of his songs, he says, like, I put in work, ask Ludwig. And oh, I, really? And, I, and in my head, I was like, is that the same guy from community? And then I, like, looked it up. Yeah. And, yeah, he, like, I found out he kind of, he's, he's like, not really a music producer as much as he is. He does musician. movies. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, young, too. I honestly oh, like, thought he did the score for Joker, but he didn't. It was uh, that um, that chick, and she actually won the Oscar for it. Yeah, I don't know a ton. Did of... you like Joker? Uh, I like Joker. Joker's like... Yeah, I, I don't think it's getting a lot of cred for a comic book movie, which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. Because honestly, I wouldn't even the... put it under a comic book movie. No, I don't think so either. It's, like what comes I, out of that is a drama. Oh, 100 percent. What what comes out of that as a comic book movie is Joker himself, uh, Thomas Wayne, and that's it. Yeah, I don't see anything. There's else not that's... a lot of comic book right. co- connotation to it really yeah, at all. I, I mean, he paints it. his face, obviously, like the Joker. Yeah. And, but, you know, somewhat of a spoiler alert, but the movie's been out for two years. Right. It's like, you see the, you see him as the Joker for, what, five minutes? Yeah, I honestly <laughs> don't know the time. Like, yeah, probably not that much. Yeah. Like, what, oh, with the actual paint? Yeah, with the paint, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, that's the like last the, scene. Uh, that's like the, th- the third act. So, yeah, you might get 20 minutes out of it. Maybe. Maybe. And that's pushing it for how long he actually... Like you kind of see him delve into that personality throughout the whole movie, but that's actually a good um, uh, trivia thing. What has more time in that movie? Him as the Joker with the paint, or yeah. Robert De Niro's like uh, time? I'd say it's around the same. It's around Let the same because what most of the time he's in the paint, he's with Robert De Niro. Yes, exactly. And Robert so De Niro be... has a couple parts before that. Murray. Yeah, it's a, it was a good <laughs> flick. Though. Oh, it's it was, it was a great flick. I saw it in theaters by myself. That was a good time. <laughs> Uh, a little depressing, I, but... Eh. I didn't see it by myself, but I did see it in theaters. <laughs> I saw it, and then I watched it on the the release on 4K, and then I watched it again, I think, on Amazon Prime one time. Just, like, randomly. I like to... Like, when I watch something that I really like, I'll just randomly watch it, like, yeah. over and over. Here, there, for, wherever. Show people. You know? For movies like that, like, that was almost... It was a heavy movie, you know? It was... Definitely. It, it was watching a movie about a guy who just had a mental illness. Descends into mental illness. Yeah. Which it, it was is hard to watch at times. Which is almost nowadays. This is that There's is a the, lot of people. We are in the time of. I mean, you see a lot. Illness. Yeah, you see a lot of people, and you see a lot of people descend into like you yeah. know, no, the point of no return. A lot of people related to that movie, though. Yeah, so, of course, which is fine. Glad we were able to touch on that a little bit. The next thing I wanted to get into streaming plat. I know, at least, I'm sure not everyone knows your feelings on streaming. <laughs> not a not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. Obviously, yeah. If you don't know me, I collect physical media big on the disc releases i'm um, just owning it really having yeah. it in, you know as something tangible in you know i can hold i can't hold your streaming service i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pet right it. but at the same time what i want to bring up was do don't you think that the abundance of 
streaming platforms has really done a lot for modern day movies. I'm not gonna like sit here and lie and tell you that it's not like something that is being used every day from everyone and everyone loves it. You know, I'm not gonna say that they're, they're lazy. Like I do yeah. it too. And even though I don't really use, I don't, I don't prefer streaming. But if I'm sitting there on the couch and I don't want to get up and put the disc in, like most people. You know, you're like, oh, this one's on Netflix. This one's on Netflix, so like, <laughs> or like background noise. You know, mm-hmm. going to bed, just stuff like that. But at the same time, it has killed off physical media in the last, you know, whatever decade or so. Yeah. Which brings me to, I just actually, it's funny that this is on Netflix, right? But the blockbuster documentary. Yeah. The I last actually, blockbuster. I wanted to watch that. I haven't seen it. Really yet. interesting. You know, this stuff that you already know. This yep. stuff that you don't know. Disclaimer. Netflix did not kill the blockbuster. No. Even though everyone thinks that. It's in the documentary. All right. It's Fair pretty enough. cool though. But everyone thinks it's funny because if Netflix killed Blockbuster and mm. now they're showing the Blockbuster documentary right. on Netflix, it's just this like kind of a like, big kick in the balls. <laughs> it's really funny. But anyways, um, the streaming, yeah, I just I, I just don't like, I don't know, I think it has less quality. Yeah. Uh, picture and audio wise. There's no Which doubt. Which is fact. That's a fact. It's yeah. a fact. A lot of people don't care about quality. Audio and picture wise. I mean, I want my, I want my movies and TV to be like you were HD, saying. but I don't need it to be like 4K crispy. 4K, like, oh my God, this is so good. 4K uh. crispy with the, the Dolby Atmos sound above you just, just raining on your ears. You don't need it. I, I don't. I just want it to be HD. That's I all know. I really care. 1080p, about. yeah, Blu-ray, which is Blu-ray. Right. You know, with the, the whole 4K thing, it's, you know, upscaling more. It's, I, mean, it like, I, I do have a 4K crispier. TV, but I don't necessarily, like, I don't have a 4 I, You don't I, utilize it. <laughs> yeah, I have a 4K TV, and I have a PS5 and, yeah. and an Xbox, and they can play 4K discs, you know but what? I don't use it. I am excited about the PS5 having a 4K player because it'll give people more incentive to buy the physical media 4K discs to put in their system. Right. That makes sense. And Sony is even like marketing these 4K movies with stickers on it that say, this plays on the PS5. Mm-hmm. So if someone that didn't know that and saw it, it's like, oh shit, this new movie? Oh, it plays on the PS5? I'm snagging that. And that's It'll a good better. way to market it. Although I think that the, the core reason behind that is so they can eventually have 4K video games. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But you know what's funny about the Sony thing? So they're releasing all Sony movies, obviously, like mm-hmm. on 4K. So like, of course. So they're making more money marketing their their console, their discs. Right. Their, they're writing checks. They're going back in their own pocket. Yeah. So I'm not like a huge gamer, but like, is the 4K gaming, is it up to your like, your par? Do you like, is, is it crispy? Is it, you think it's I nice? Mean, I mean, I don't play, I've only played on 4K a handful of times because the TV I usually have it hooked up to is not 4k okay um but honestly i mean the 4k is very very nice it's good it's good to play on but honestly just the graphics that they have on the ps5 before the 4k are very good they're better than the ps4 and they're better than like your average you know streaming service of any sort right so when you look at it like I played Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Okay. And the graphics on it are extremely nice. You know, you're swinging around New York City and you're like next to skyscrapers that look like, you know. It like looks, it's a TV show? It looks show? like it's a drone flying around New York That's City. That's sick. Like, you know, so yeah, it's really awesome. good. 
with the whole stream, like the quality, the picture quality. Remember last year when Netflix literally made a press release saying that so many people were using Netflix mm -hmm. that they had to bring down the uh, like the quality right. for the gigabytes or whatever it was. You know, people. So many people were using Netflix. It's they insane. couldn't. They couldn't handle it. They couldn't keep up, which makes your picture quality worse. Yeah. Like say if you're paying, you know, there's like two separate things. You can pay for like a normal one, or you can pay for like 4K. Right. So say if you're a person paying for a 4K one, you you get the the shitty quality, and the included. price went up last year. Yeah. I think I pay 17.99. The price is always going up. That's the thing about streaming services. Even streaming services that don't have movies, it's like they're always fucking with them. Always. And they're always combining them into different ones. I have a Fire Stick. Amazon and NBC won't work with each other. I can't get Peacock on a Fire Stick. Now I need to jump through hoops to get Peacock <laughs> to watch the fucking Office or to Ooh. watch a WWE event. Hey, heads up. So the Office was just released on Blu-ray. Yeah. You can have the whole series. You could have it right, right over yeah, there. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't have a Blu-ray player. Yes, you do. You have a PS5. But the, but what about when I'm going to bed, man? You know, that's is that where thing. is that where the streaming that, really kicks that, it for that's, you? That's the Office for me. Like so you don't have office, to shut off the PS5? For years, since I started watching The Office, which I think was 2016 maybe, I got into it late because I didn't think it was good. And then right. I found out I was very mistaken. Yeah, I watched it like a long ass time ago and I watched the whole thing. Yeah. thought it was funny. Liked it. I'm not a um, fanatic right. of it. I think it's funny. It's cool. For me, I what just... it is, is it became the show that I would watch every night. Because I was trying to get through it, and then I would, yeah, yeah. you know, go back every night and be like, "Oh, I fell asleep and missed these two episodes, so I gotta start from here." And I watched the whole series every night before bed, kind of re repeating, right? But I got used to it, and it's like right. now, like you know, like a comfortable sleeping environment for me is with the office in the background. Now you're addicted. <laughs> a little to bit. Peacock TV. Fucking peacock. So yeah, but if you have a Fire Stick, you can't even get that. So it's like I thought Fire Stick was owned by Amazon. It is. So I think NBC is owned by Google. So they won't do. Who, they won't deal with each who other. Who isn't owned by who? Come on. Somebody's always Disney. Owned by somebody. All Disney sees in their eyes is a money sign. Yeah, but Disney will work with other people. That's the yeah, thing. It's like how you can get Disney Plus anywhere. Like you can get it on smart TVs, on Roku, supposedly, on Amazon, on Fire Stick, whatever. Supposedly they're supposed to have like a. Um, certain a different section on disney plus for like rated r content uh with like dead you know when deadpool 3 is and right. essentially is released in the future because right now deadpool i think is on hulu right which is owned by disney right so all of their oh, hulu's owned by disney yeah who the fuck's not owned by that's someone? exactly so hulu <laughs> is owned by disney Right. Which, if you initially sign up for Disney Plus, mm -hmm. you can get that package. Oh, Hulu and ESPN. Yep. Right. That makes so sense. So, what Disney did was they took all their R rated content and from Fox, all their Fox content, yeah, R rated it, stuff, and they put it on Hulu. Right. Because Hulu has like, Logan's on there, right? Right. And like, what was the one that Joe Pedro watched recently? He said it on the podcast. Um, Dark Phoenix or no, New it Mutants? Was, um, no, it was Origins. Oh, X-Men Origins? I think uh, so. Wolverine Origins. Wolverine Origins, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I remember listening to the podcast, and then he was like, yeah. it's okay, and I was like, oh, god damn it. It's, it's so really bad. not. It's really not good. <laughs> I like the Wolverine. Uh, it's, it's called Just the Wolverine. Yeah. It's the one where he's in Japan. Like the, yeah, it's like the samurai good. one. That one's not too bad. Is that the one where he wakes up in the bathtub in the beginning? I think so. Honestly, I haven't seen like those X-Men movies in so long. I recently uh, watched yeah. Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. And everyone's saying that, like, Dark 
Phoenix was really bad, which I kind of agreed with. Mm -hmm. And everyone said that New Mutants was terrible, but I actually enjoyed New Mutants kind of like a little bit. I think the one I saw most recently was Future Pass. Future Pass is amazing. Yeah, which was good. It's great. That was the one Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Is she in all she's of them? In, yeah, oh. she's in all of them. Uh, like all the newer ones. Evan Peters was in it. Yeah, he's Quicksilver. You love his scene. And I think, I don't know exactly which one it is, but it's, they sing the song Sweet Dreams. Yeah, yeah. And he's going through the kitchen. Yeah. With the cops. Yeah, and there's, he goes into like a house fire. Yeah, that's a different one. Oh, that's so there's different two one? different ones. Oh, uh, maybe I've seen them both. Though. So like in one of the movies, he does the kitchen. It's mm-hmm. like he's singing to that. Uh, now I'm confused on which one is what the song but yeah. one of them's like that song sweet dreams is playing right and he's in the kitchen like saving magneto and oh, okay. um, professor x and then the other one is the one you were saying he saves professor x like the from a the school of mutants yeah yeah and he throws them all out of the thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. cool I, it is those are some cool. really cool scenes like imagine like watching how those were like actually done and it's funny because you can watch it now and you can look back and be like oh th- this is like marvel now even though right. at the time it was like yeah, Marvel superheroes, but it wasn't Marvel. Nope. And it's like, and it's funny because you can go back and I don't want to spoil anything, but there could potentially at some point be crossover between I mean, the I, two. I don't but know. I think everybody's so far removed from X Men. It's like, yeah, you're never gonna get Hugh Jackman to come back. But that's the, the thing: if you again. don't get Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, people are gonna be pissed. Yeah, they, it, it's people like, won't accept Hugh Jackman is my Wolverine. Yeah, and he's not. You know what I mean? Well, he's it's like people. It's about like same thing people say about Iron Man. Like exactly. You can never recast Iron Man. Like exactly. That's Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. Like, and Captain America. Yeah. Which yeah. they're trying to do in Cap- uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. You'll see in the first episode. Like, they're right. literally trying to replace him. Yeah. And it's just not... Ha- it's, it's, it's not, it's not going to... People aren't going to accept it. You know who's not going to accept it? Sam. Well, that's He's not thing. accepting it. You know, if you look at, on the actor side of things, if you go to Anthony Mackie yeah. and be like, oh, we want you to be the new Captain America, he's yeah. not going to be like, oh, okay, because he knows right. that America is not going to accept that. Just like in uh, Endgame, at the end of Endgame, when he's mm-hmm. like... He, when old cap gives him the shield he's like how does it feel yeah and falcon's like it feels like it's someone else's yeah you know they reference that in the first episode which it's it's big it's huge yeah because that's the thing it's like even as an actor like the directors are smart enough like the russo brothers and all them like they know that the america's not just gonna be like oh yeah chris evans is done we got a new captain america like no that's not even though he was johnny storm (laughs) and uh, no yeah was it johnny storm he was right yeah torch yep and then he was captain america yeah, no one cares about any of those. Nobody cares about any of them. Even the Michael B. Jordan Fantastic Four, like they just weren't good. Oh, I cannot wait for Marvel to create that in this universe. That, yeah, they just have that it's going. Touch, the, them Russo brothers, you know. Oh, they said that they would come back for uh, X Men. I forget. There was an interview. They were like, "Oh, would you ever come back to the MCU?" And they said, "For I think it was Wolverine. I think right. it was a Wolverine movie, or uh, you know, like those old school comics where it was like." x-men versus the avengers and, mm-hmm. you know those crossovers yeah, like imagine crazy. the russo brothers making that like, I, insane i can't even imagine watching that in like a movie theater oh, like God. it's just too it would so be we're like saying a that four now. hour movie we're saying that now but like 10 years from now it's like oh shit that's just, just like everyone you know when you see the first appearance <laughs> of thanos in avengers and he's like shitty cgi uh, in the first uh mm-hmm. post-credit scene yeah so, so from that point you don't even like see him barely because it was just barely. not good. It was like a dark like yeah. yeah. So from that point in 2012 to Endgame, so seven years where he's like he's realistic. Like, he's the heist, you know, like mm-hmm. the whole heist thing. Just, yeah, oh. yeah. It, it's a pretty crazy we, slope that we've seen. From... We just branched off into like X Men from streaming. And that's, yeah, that's, that's how you get off topic yeah. so easily oh my though, God. because it's just 
you get into one thing and the you know oh, yeah because of Hulu just, yeah because Hulu yeah. Hulu's owned by Disney and they they have the rights to show X Men now. Right. I get Hulu for free because I get it from my phone provider, oh. which is nice. Is that uh, uh, Sprint? Sprint? Yeah, which yeah. is nice. Uh, I think Verizon gives out Disney Plus they're for all, their providers. They're all they're all in with ho- cahoots. They really are. It's all you know, about, it's they're a big all game. fighting each other. <laughs> and I think Comcast does Netflix. Shit. So it's just uh, I know Comcast does Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's owned. I'm I'm pretty right. sure Comcast like Peacock is Comcast. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think I think so. I don't know exactly how it works, but I know I know for a fact 100% that Comcast users get Peacock for free. Now they have CBS All Access. Paramount no, uh, that's Plus. A, CBS All Access that's is gone, gone right? for Paramount Plus. Oh, they changed it. Paramount Plus is my sleeper service. If I had to pick like a sleeper stream, we were thinking service, about getting it. It was Paramount Plus because they have like the challenge on there, and the Survivor. Um, yeah, like they have that a bunch stuff. of like game shows and like like reality shows. Yeah, but they also have like a selection of movies. Well, they have Paramount, old, of course. They have old school Nickelodeon stuff on there, like Keenan and Kel. You can watch on there and shit. Like Good Burger. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Good Burger's on Netflix. I saw that. Love Good Good Burger. Uh, they have like the original episodes, like all that and shit, like the stuff that was like good when we were kids. Exactly. Like that was our time frame. Like yeah. that was our era. I watched an episode of Double Dare last week. Double Dare, classic. <laughs> I was bored as fuck. <laughs> threw on some Double Dare. What was that other one though, where they like go throughout the mountains and uh, stuff? Guts. No. No. Uh, no. Guts was the one with the mountain. Well, but it, you're it thinking like, of um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. That one. Yeah. That's the one. I thought they didn't they like remaster that like with the like, Silver Snakes. New kids now. I, I have. Mean, no I honestly idea. don't know. I, I don't watch no. TV. The purple barracudas. Yeah, barracudas. Yeah, uh, I don't. That's another thing. Like, I don't. It's like I'll I'll use streaming services and like I'll watch things, but like cable, like you you won't catch yeah. me watching cable uh, unless it's like oh, a for sports I'll watch reality. It, you know, show. if I want to watch like football or like the Bruins game. Well, yeah, no, I understand that. But but I'm saying it. like you know how they release like let's just say Avengers is on there, right? Yep. It's like a nine hour cut because commercials. Oh, yeah, I'm terrible. not watching a movie on cable. No chance. There's a few things I'll watch on cable, like um, you know, like sitcoms. And stuff. My girlfriend and her roommate always want to watch The Bachelor, right? So like, we'll which watch is like that. reality TV, right? Which is fine. Yeah, so we'll watch that kind of stuff. Most of it's like, oh, it'll be on Hulu tomorrow, it's next like, day service, yeah, yeah, or you can just catch it whenever. You don't have to watch it live. We it's really changed the game because a lot of people don't have cable. Remember when DV? So DVR, like DVR was like the first like streaming thing, right? Yes. Like you can just be like, oh, well, there was I'm like TiVo, this, and then I guess TiVo would have been like before that. Another thing in that blockbuster itself. documentary, Dish Network, yeah, owns the name Blockbuster, really? which I didn't know. So they have to go through contracts with them to keep the name Blockbuster. A fun, a fun Blockbuster tidbit that I have is my brother used to work at Blockbuster. I know, I remember. Yeah. He Such a badass like job. Moved out to New York and he like went and worked like he like transferred. <laughs> what was the other one that was in our town? Um, Movie King. I don't remember that. That was the one over in Town Plaza. Video Thunder. Oh, Video Thunder. That's old. Video school. Thunder. Video Thunder was on the end. You know what oh, Anton's yeah, cleaner it became, is? It's right there. Then it became that. Then it became Movie King. Right. I don't know. I honestly don't remember the, the name Movie King. Movie King. Stop oh, talking about me, all right? Big time. <laughs> Big time Movie King. I, I don't remember, remember that. We went to Movie King one time when we were in like sixth grade and we wanted to rent Faces of Death. Oh, yeah. I remember Faces and, of Death. Yeah. And they wouldn't let us get it because we, we were like 13. Yeah. You, were like, <laughs> you were like nine. Uh, another thing I don't remember, 
but people tell me is the movie theater that we had in America. Oh, I remember that. Don't I actually, remember that at all. The big big movie I saw, I want to say, it was Pocahontas. Pocahontas? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw that in the Bill Rickman That's movie the theater. wife's favorite movie. Really? Pocahontas, yeah. She lives her life by Pocahontas. She wants to be like her. You gotta love that for her. No, I know. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, people, people love Disney. I like Disney movies. I'm not as huge. Animated Disney movies are okay, but... Yeah. I really like the newer like, ones or like the classic like nineties. Uh, the classic ones. Yeah, like yeah. Lion King. Lion King. I watched that on repeat. Well, my mom says that I watched that on repeat until the VCR just like broke. <laughs> like just just replay until they smashed the yeah. VCR. Be be kind, rewind, and just let's play it again. Yeah, I I watched a lot of Pixar movies. I guess Pixar, when I was a yeah. kid, you know, I really like Toy Story. Toy Story's big. That was definitely. I still like Toy Story, yeah. but I haven't seen any like the newer ones. Like newer Pixar movies, but people are like ranking them yeah. top notch, like with the classics. Right. They're like, oh, I like this more than Toy Story. I like, like really. Toy Story 4 was like. I actually seen that one recently like, with my daughter, and yeah. we've watched it. You know, she was kind of on the repeat thing. Mm -hmm. Let's watch Toy Story 4 over and over. So right. I know it. It's, um, it's good, it's good. I liked it. I mean, maybe it's, not a hundred times, no. but it's good no, once. Not three times. Not I saw three. it in I saw it in theaters. Did you? Uh, just once. Yeah. That's sick. It is, likes Disney. It is good. It's actually. It's funny because I noticed like adults don't love it as much. We watched Toy Story a few months ago. I watched it with my girlfriend. She had never seen Toy Story. And I was like, really? We the first one? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, we have to watch it. It's like. But then she watched it. It's a staple. Yeah, but but the thing is. As someone who had not fallen in love with it as right. a kid, she didn't like it that much. Like modern day, you're like, yeah, right. okay, cool. She was like, they're all mean to each other. Like, this is just a, <laughs> it's just a movie about toys that are a bunch of dicks. Speaking <laughs> of when you were talking about the Bill Ricca um, movie theater, oh. my friend said to, uh, said to me that we saw Toy Story there. And I said, I don't remember that at all. 95? Was it 90? Toy Story, Billerica Mall. <laughs> Billerica Mall, that's what they called it, right? Billerica Mall. I don't even Mall. know the name of the... They're adding apartments. It's really... It's getting weird. It's getting weird. weird. Less movie theaters, more apartments. Don't get me started. <laughs> Speaking of movie theaters, I got my tickets for Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah? Is uh, that the return to the movies? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. So, the last two movies... I saw two movies in theaters um, okay. during like the actual like bad like parts of COVID. Yeah. Last year, I went to the theater to see the 10th anniversary of Inception. I want to say June or July. Oh, so, like, in the summer. When the it was the summer of 2020. Yeah. Saw so the 10th anniversary release for Inception. Then, a couple weeks later, we saw Tenet. Oh, okay. You saw it in theaters? Yeah, I, th I believe that was the last day of August. So, I haven't been in a movie theater since August of 2020. Wow. Okay. For someone who is used to going... Religiously. At least once a week. At least. Like, re like religious, yeah. like, you know, that's that popcorn, man. I haven't been. I usually go to the movies probably three three times a month, I'd yeah. say. And I haven't been since the last movie I saw, I want to say, was Bad Boys for Life. Nice. Which was, like, that beginning was, uh, of 2020. January 2020. Yeah, so I, I think saw that, that might have been the last one. Me and uh, my cousin Chris saw Bad Boys for Life January at IMAX. That yeah. was the last IMAX movie I saw. That's the last one I can remember. I want to say that... What about uh, Invisible Man? I didn't see Invisible uh, Man. Birds of Prey? No, but oh, what did I see around... Escape Room? Did that come out in 2020? No, I don't think so. I saw some... I did see a horror movie in February 2020. Really? I think, but I can't remember what it huh. was. I, I saw something uh, over at the Wuburn Theater 
Woburn. I like the good Woburn Theater. And I remember Birds of Prey was in theaters. Yeah. So that was, it had to have been like February That was February. It was February. Yeah. So I, d- I can't remember what it was, but I'd say that was probably the last time. Yeah. Because I remember we were a little hesitant in February even. Yeah. We were like, absolutely. Uh, we were like, oh, like COVID's starting to spread. Oh, yeah. Should we go? And then we went and the theater was like empty. Yep. Because everyone so. was like done. Right. They were done. Yeah. No one was going. Yeah. Because even like working at Laser Craze at the time, I like people weren't coming in. We weren't getting like nothing. Everything was just. And that was before, like, there was, like, only a few cases in mass. They were just worried about how quickly it can spread. And it did. It's, yeah, we got there. So last so last year, the beginning of 2020, I saw Invisible Man, Bad Boys for Life, and Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to August, July, I saw Inception and Tenet. Everything I, else has she, been... Everything else was just, like, streaming or, like, didn't get released. got pushed. Like, HBO, everything that I HBO wanted to Max watch, weekly releases. <laughs> I only... So the only two movies I watched on HBO Max... When they did this whole thing was Wonder Woman eighty four, on Christmas, and then that new Denzel movie, The Little Things. Little Things, yeah. So I bought. I said to myself and my cousins, which uh, really big like Godzilla fans, mm-hmm. there's no way that we don't see this movie in a theater. There's there's pl- like things in place, you know. There's precautions in oh, place. Yeah. You'll be six feet away. They've from been open. Else. Most of these places have been open, showing old school movies like yeah. Jaws and Scream and yeah and there's been some new movies here and there but yeah. there just hasn't been a, a surplus like I know Little Things is out in theaters Wonder Woman is out in theaters yeah. with the um, whole HBO Max theaters same day release right they're trying to like you know do but that isn't uh, I know you want to see it in theaters but Godzilla is also going to HBO Max right that's it a is, universal yeah. movie same day is that Universal that does that Warner Brothers Warner Brothers yeah so it uh, comes out oddly enough on a Wednesday, Wednesday, March thirty first is the uh, initial release for Godzilla vs Kong. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, the King of the Monsters, baby. That was the last movie. Oh uh, fuck! That was the the <laughs> previous movie. <laughs> but uh, early critics saying it's really fun, really good, just a real monster verse in your face. Godzilla vs Kong. You know they're fighting, yeah. they're battling. Let's go. Good shit. Can't wait to see that. I'm seeing it in the X Plus theater only because. IMAX. Now, for those closed. for those that don't know the difference, what's the difference between a regular theater and the X Plus? So the X Plus is a bigger screen, essentially not bigger than IMAX, but it's bigger than like your average just yeah. normal showing. It, is they, it like 4D? No, that'd be cool. There are 4D ones though. Not around here. I've never been in one. Is there, that the one with like the C? Revere, I think. It's like had, a 4D 4D, box 4D or something. They, they closed, I believe. Yeah, I wonder why. Revere. Um, the X Plus. It's just like essentially a bigger screen, better speakers. Yeah. Uh, AMC does a, a certain, a, a different theater where it's like the same screen, but it's a Dolby cinema. Mm-hmm. So you get like that butt kicker right. sound, shaking just like shaking your eardrums. Like, Love it. But uh, I did email the IMAX theater near us. And uh, I was like, the did one, you, the Jordans? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jordans. And I asked if there were any possibility that they would be open for Godzilla vs. Kong. And I did get a response, and they were like, unfortunately not. Like, I, we just don't know when we're opening. Because yeah, if you think about that shame. theater, it's 500 seats. Mm-hmm. If you spread everyone apart, like, what are you making off that? You're not making not a much. Lot. Yeah. Not much. But I'm excited for uh, next one. They're going to become a vaccinated-only theater. They can fill it up. I know, imagine. Fill it up with people who are all vaccinated. This just brings me, like, my like memories to, like, when we were at... IMAX theaters like two years ago. Yeah. 
packed. You want to go in there. You don't want to sit in the front row mm -hmm. to look up for two hours and break your neck. And you want to get good seats. And it just... I haven't been to IMAX in a while, but I think the last movie I saw in IMAX was Infinity War. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's sick. So, that would have been a fun one. Yeah. It Loud was, as it hell. Was, it was good. It was, it was damn good. I'm sure Endgame would have been pretty cool there. Yeah, I just... The thing with IMAX is it's always so fucking crowded, and you don't want to go early. Exactly. And I, I only saw Endgame once, so it's like, I'm not going to waste my yeah. time like, going to see Endgame when I can go out, get dinner, get Potentially a get a bad seat. Yeah, oh. just to potentially get a bad seat. Not worth the risk. When I can do the same, I can go out and get dinner and get some drinks and go to a regular theater and have my seat reserved. <laughs> exactly. I wish IMAX did reserve seating. That'd, That'd be, be so great. cool. It'd be great. Oh. <laughs> Gotta love the reserved seat. What do you think what do you think the first movie I'm gonna see in IMAX is when it's opened? Like how uh, how far away at, do you think they're gonna open? At this rate, it's gonna be the next fucking James Bond movie because that Damn. just keeps getting pushed That's, back. Um, I, what's that now? November? November, yeah. Is it November? Yeah. And it was supposed to be May of twenty twenty. Oh, shit. I think. April. April twenty twenty. April twenty twenty, yeah. Yeah. It got it literally got pushed like two or three times. Yeah. We excited for that Fast Nine? Not particularly, no. Oh, okay. I think that got pushed again too. Got, no, it yeah, didn't. it did. Yeah, it was because it was May. It got pushed to June. Oh, it got pushed. It, it got month. pushed a month, yeah. Yeah, but it, it didn't get pushed. Like, Honestly, year. Like, it got pushed a year the first. You time. being a fan, I'm assuming you'll see that in theaters. I probably will. Like, how I, can you not? Yeah, I would say, yeah. especially because they're getting towards the end of right. the series. Yeah, I'll probably see it in theaters. Yeah. yeah. Second to last movie. The you know. It, What's it called? The uh, uh, oh, the penultimate. The penultimate. Yeah. How did they? Can, how do you miss the penultimate? Wait, did they confirm there's only gonna be ten? I'm fast fairly movies? sure Vin Diesel said it on Instagram that, that Fast Ten was gonna be the like finale. The fast. You mean finale. Fast X? Fast X. Is that you mean? <laughs> fast fast X, X will be the fast finale. Damn. I probably Jesus won't watch Christ. that. You gotta. Fast X is a triple X Fast and Furious crossover. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so cringe. Was uh triple X's name? Honestly, I have no idea. It's like right on the tip of my... Like character name? Yeah. I'm poor at that trivia. Uh, I'd be good at that trivia, but I asked myself the question. Can I, I have remember. shitty movies for 500? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Triple X was good, okay? He jumped off the bridge with the car and pulled the parachute. That sounds like every other Fast and the Furious movie. Well, it's not Fast and Furious. <laughs> Oh my god! Speaking of Fast and the Furious, I want to shout out uh, Mike Dechecka today. Happy birthday! Yes, um, probably the biggest Fast and the Furious fan I've ever met. Without in my a life. shadow of a doubt. Oh my god! But uh, more enjoy. of a fan of Fast and Furious than Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's hard. It's hard to do. <laughs> Anyways, happy birthday, buddy! Hope you. Uh, I hope you're met with many fast viewings today. I'm sure there will be at least one. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, I hope it's Tokyo Drift. Honestly, Tokyo Drift's not as bad as it. I know, as people the, say. The thing about Fast, to touch on it real quick when real we're talking quick. movies. Classic. The thing is, just like any movie franchise, you do fall in love with the character. Like, if they were to kill off, and, and they have, certain characters from the Fast franchise, I'd be like, oh no, fuck. Like, they can't do that. Honestly, after eight movies, I would hope so. They, I hope you would get attached. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Well, actually, just, no, there's nine, right? Because uh, well, you got the this eight. This will be the nine. Well, then uh, the Hobbs in the Shaw, the well, spinoff. Yeah, it's like a spinoff. So technically, yeah. so technically there'll but be like a couple 11 of schmucks. movies. They're yeah. not, you know, they're a couple of schmucks. Schmuckies. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, with those movies, and like they've like brought them around, and you know, like Fast 7 or Fast 6, they like brought Tokyo Drift into it, which yeah, previously I was like that. unrelated. So they do, 
they do do a good job. You know that that James Lynn, James, that's uh, Justin Lin. Justin Lynn. Yeah, I think he's doing the ninth one. Right? I think he is. Or uh, both. He's done. Ten. He's done a few of them. He did the first one, I think. I know he definitely did Tokyo Drift. Yeah, that's cool. James Wan. James Wan did the seventh one. Uh, James, James Wan. Wan. He did the uh, Saw. Okay. And yeah. Aquaman. Right. Right. Yeah. Justin Lin has done other ones in the past. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that was like all the questions I had for movies. What did you did? Was there anything you wanted to talk about with movies? Mm-hmm. Did you have specifics? Uh, pretty much what I touched on. Like, yeah, got, you know, you got the theater, you got the streaming, you got the physical media. Gotta you support got, the um, physical media. Yeah, support physical media, everyone. Go out there, <laughs> buy your favorite movies. Buy, buy them. Buy a Blu-ray. Just re- rewatch them. Just run that disc to the ground. To the ground. Until you get another one. You can burn it out. You can. You can. Absolutely. It's, you don't have to the, rewind. You'll see the lines pop up. You don't up. have to rewind. It's okay. <laughs> no. That's the best part about fucking Blu-rays. Exactly. No rewind. It's big into blu uh, You know what? I was I collected DVDs for a while. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. Before Blu-ray was a thing. I had a couple. My star DVD is Dickie Roberts' Child Star. Dickie Roberts. <laughs> I got it for Easter It was actually year, kind of so funny, but shout, it's kind of Shout stupid. out my parents. <laughs> <laughs> you got Dickie Roberts as a gift? Yeah, for Easter. It was in my Easter basket. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I had, like, DVDs for, like, the longest time. Like, probably, like, dating back to, like, when I said, like, I was listening to, like, 98 Rob Zombie and Eminem. And mm-hmm. We had CDs. Yeah, of course. Um, and then you had your DVDs, okay? And yeah. you just had, like, this little pile. And then it just it just started to grow and grow. Yeah, I remember you bringing over to my house, like, DVDs just, when I was, like, oh, yeah. I was, like, 10 or 11 you you had like just like movies like, i remember there's a couple of movies i'd seen for the first time because of you because you brought them over and really i don't um, remember I, I do harold and kumar um oh guantanamo bay <laughs> that was one that you had that's uh, awesome. i remember you brought it over i had never seen because i don't think that one was released in theaters i think I it was a straight to dvd i honestly don't know the reason i started watching always sunny was because you brought over a season of always sunny on yes DVD. You, you know how you say that you go to bed watching The Office. Yeah, I used to do that with Always Sunny. I used it's one of my, it's in like my rotation. Yeah, like I would watch that falling asleep, yeah. and you'd wake up and it's on. It's so good, and the thing that's remarkable about that show is that it's still good. Yeah, like, oh, see, I don't know, I, like, I I fell off on TV shows. If you go back, because it's on Hulu, okay. um, so if you go back and you watch like season twelve or thirteen, like it's still like. Are they uh, still going? Oh yeah. This how, what, what season are they on? Uh, thirteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah, wow. maybe 14. That's crazy. But at least 13. Maybe, I think they're the longest running sitcom really? going right now. You know what? I didn't know. So I watched Always Sunny like all the time back in the day. Right. And I never saw that movie, uh, The Strangers. Yeah. So when I first watched it, yeah. I was like, oh my God, Glenn Howerton's in this. Yeah, he gets he like the fucking arrow to the face. Yep. I was like, oh He's in God. a lot. Yeah, he's I like see, a big actor now. I, I, see like him, was. I see him in a lot. He's on a lot of shows. Like, yeah. He's on... Uh, my girlfriend likes to watch the Mindy Project. Mindy, Mindy Project, Cal- yeah. Mindy Kaling show. She's in The Office, right? She's in The Office. Yeah. And, he, and uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn Howerton's on that a lot. Like, yeah. He's in a bunch of episodes. Yeah. You just, like, it's funny like, how it stems off, right? Yeah. Like, you don't know. Like, <laughs> and I think The Strangers is from like 2008. So like I oh. haven't seen it. I, I like I never watched it from the like when it came out. Oh, I watched it. it was I randomly watched it and I was like, I didn't know. It's a scary fucking movie. Yeah, it is because it's random. It's realistic. It could happen to you without a doubt. People really do have a fear of that. Yeah, like home invasion. That's why you have to get a ring camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or uh, blink, blink cameras. You gotta get cameras. You have hands. to. It, like with this you day you and edge. age in technology. Really gives you the edge. <laughs> but yeah, the strangers, like you know how they released the second one? It's like Prey at Night or something. Yeah. I, 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 didn't I haven't see seen it. that one. So maybe Who's I'll wait another ten one? years. Was it, um, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, yeah. That's what I was trying to think. And I don't I don't remember the husband. Uh, yeah. Glenn Harrison was a friend yeah. he was in it. Yeah, he like yeah. came in 
He, he was there for like 30 seconds, and then killed. he got a sh- uh, an arrow right yeah. through his eye. Yeah. That's fun. Good times. And I think it was like one of those jump scare. It like kind of was. It was like, yeah. like at, you know, like he shoots the arrow and accidentally kills his friend. Right. Jesus. Pretty decent. Pretty decent horror. Yeah. Good flick. I liked it. Yeah. Funny story about The Strangers is that I watched it with my buddy, John. He knows who he is. We watched it in my basement, and then I went upstairs to take a piss. I came back down, and he, he it was, like, hidden behind the wall. Yeah. So I walked in. He jump-scared me. Oh. Punched him. Right in the face. Good thing you already peed. <laughs> Pun- my first reaction was just a swing. Luckily, like, I, like, you know, like, stopped, like, at his face. So, like, I made contact, but it was just a little tap. But it was, like... That's funny. I just, I didn't expect it. Do you think he learned that he'll never do that again? No, no. I wouldn't have learned. I would. I would do it again if that was me. That's true. Anyway, moving on from movies. So we got the I don't fuck with you list. So I know you've you've done some listening to the podcast. You've heard the lists. I did. You know the game. Mm-hmm. And I I believe you have a list prepared for us today. I have two. Okay. I have two today. All right. And that's what you're gonna get. Hey, if you can't give me three, then I'll accept. I, I would. I would probably need some more time. Yeah. Because you know I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be full of hatred. You know, think think it over while we're going over it. If one comes to you, yeah, I know, you know I got two. I got two. All right, who are you going first? I'll go first then. It makes right. more sense that way. Go if, ahead. If if you only have two, absolutely. So, my first one. It's not a person. It's a thing. It's Chipotle delivery. So the other day, I I ordered Chipotle. I ordered my bowl. You know, my my nice bowl, and it has some cold products in it. Sure. Yes, sour cream. That's cool. There's lettuce. That's that's cold. Great. But it also has a lot of warm things in it, like rice, beans, meat. I get my Chipotle from DoorDash. It's about 20 minutes later than expected. Fine. It, I could have ordered Ben and Jerry's, and it would have been the same temperature. <laughs> it, it was frozen. Not not into a brick or anything. Not not. It wasn't literally frozen. But I would estimate that my food was at a cool. 11 degrees it was and it was 60 degrees out so it didn't even make sense it was almost as if they had took it and put it in the freezer and then when the doordash driver showed up they're like oh yeah we got that one it's in the freezer (laughs) like it made a couple of cold boys for you it made no sense i was like flab i sat there in disbelief for like 20 minutes I was like, how, how does Chipotle even get this cold? It's not even room temperature. It's freezing cold. You know, maybe I could understand if it was 10 degrees out. They left it on the porch for a while. Maybe I didn't see the text or the call and they just dropped it. No. It was outside for a cool two minutes and it was 55 degrees out. <laughs> I don't know how it got that cold. But what I do know is that I no longer fuck with Chipotle being delivered to me. No longer fuck with it. I don't fuck with it. I can't. I can't be getting frozen. Will Chipotle you get it dog. fresh though? Like, like, will you go back to Chipotle? I would go back to Chipotle. Okay. Yeah, I like Chipotle. Me too. I think their food's good. Yeah, I think it's good too. But I, I can't handle that shit <laughs> right now. That's funny. If it, I, I don't know. I better be getting a refund or something. DoorDash ain't cheap. That's the thing. I know. What do they charge? Is it like extra fees? Yeah. I never used. Yeah, it. it was like two bowls for like two bowls, one for me, one for her, a bag of chips, and that was it. Yeah. And it was like 35 bucks. Yeah, they're like, they're fees. You pay it. You pay a lot. But you know, if you just want to watch the college admission scandal documentary on Netflix and order food, that's what you, that's, you know, you pay for it. It's your mistake. Yeah. Anyway, so, 
that's uh that's my first one. What do you got for us? All right, so for my first one, I was thinking about this for like a while, and I was like thinking about things that I just don't like, things I don't fuck with. You know? Things you don't fuck with. I found out that this was definitely it, it just definitely needed to be talked about. This thing that I don't fuck with is when places like whether it be someone's house or a, a venue, the mall, somewhere, anywhere that they don't have convenient parking okay. or no parking at all. Understood. For some reason, it just... It, was that it, inspired by you having to park on the street coming here? No, I thought about... Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, that really goes together with it. Because I was asking, I was like, oh, is there parking? I, yeah. That's my first question wherever I go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't know like, if people notice. Like, if they, if like, you say something, like, oh, yeah, where do I... I'll be yeah. like, where do, where do I park? Yeah. Just because it's so, like, I don't know, it's like... In my mind, it's so tedious and like. It's funny because I rarely worry about it. You just parking. don't care about it. Sometimes, like, I'll be on my way somewhere with someone and they'll be like, oh, is there parking? I'll be like, I don't know. I never You're like, I'm going to park on the fucking hill. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, pretty Backwards, much. whatever. Yeah, like, I have no problem parallel parking yeah, or like see, whatever, I do. you know? I just, I don't know. And, and then um, I was like, or, or if you're going somewhere and there's like there's no parking, they need to like circle around 73 times, and it's just so annoying. That one will get you. Yeah. See, I, I know you don't like that one. No, no one likes circling. But I always ask. I'm always like, hey, is it parking? The Burlington like, like Mall is the worst for circling. Over no. by the food court? Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah. That one, you're not going to find a spot over there. Never. I don't care. Never. Like, it doesn't you got to go through Macy's. Sorry, bud. It, it doesn't matter. Like street parking. I yeah. can't stand it. I, I don't mind street parking. I mean, now you don't because you've been, like, you're like used to it. Yeah, but I never really minded it. Yeah. I've always parked on the street. I just don't fuck like, with it. Even at my parents' house, I park on the street. That's true. Yeah. I just like that. You know when you, like, walk into someone's house and it's, like, that open concept kitchen, you just feel open? Yeah. Like, you just, you feel like there's so much space. Mm-hmm. That's how you should feel going into a parking lot. <laughs> you should pull in this, this, this space, this and, air. Endless no amounts one... of options. Yes. <laughs> like, and then you should just, you should just feel good about parking. You yeah. shouldn't feel this anxiety. You know what I mean? I understand that. Hey, that's just how I feel. Hey. Just being honest. You feel how you feel. You exactly. can't change that. I'm being honest. No. I appreciate your honesty today. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So my second I don't fuck with you topic. And again, it's not a person. It was inspired by this weekend. It's, I don't want to say mechanics. I like mechanics. Mechanics are nice people. And they, they make the world go around. They really do make the world go around whenever I have a problem with a car. What I have a problem with is sometimes the prices at mechanics. So I don't fuck with the prices at mechanics. This weekend, I was calling around shopping, you know, had to get a, a nice brake replaced. I know a little bit about cars, so I was able to look and say, oh, you know, the rotors, the calipers, they look fine. It just needs some pads. So I explained this to some mechanics. No, no, you need to get rotors. You need all. You need, you better get rotors. It's gonna be about four hundred bucks. Being the little the little tech man that I am, I say, hold <laughs> on a minute. I'm gonna do something very technologically advanced. YouTube. Of course. So I YouTube how to change the brake pads in the year of my car. Comes up a seven minute video. And I was like, Well goddamn, if I can do this in seven minutes, I'm just gonna do it myself. You know, it took me about three hours to do two of them, but I got the job done. Did you? And the end of the day, what really matters is, you know, sometimes you can just do it yourself. Don't don't force yourself to pay mechanics. Don't spend the four hundred. Four hundred bucks. I paid fifty for two well two sets of brake pads. Was were the YouTube videos like really good? Very yeah. Like... yeah. It, I 
when I watched the YouTube video and then I took apart my tire and got to the brakes, it was exactly how the guy right. explained it and showed it. That's awesome. It was like, you gotta do this, do this, do this. Like I was able to literally like envision the video in my head as I was doing it and just followed every step. Damn. And sick. you know, it's that was Saturday. Three hours of your time, that's fine. Yeah, that was Saturday. Now it's Tuesday. My brakes are working fine. Like a charm. Yeah. Love that's it. That's awesome. So That's a feel good story. It really is. So I just I don't fuck with the prices and mechanics and maybe also I don't fuck with people who aren't willing to try the things themselves. There you go. It's a double. Double whammy. Double whammy. What do you got for us? This is my last one, just because I really can't think of much. But this one is kind of funny, and it also uh, ties in with what we've been talking about the entire time. Sure. Streaming. Um, with streaming, also with just movies in general. So I do not fuck with... It's actually kind of a double whammy, too. I do not fuck with when you're watching something, whether it be disc, digital, whatever. Sure. Uh, mostly the platforms like HBO I think it was I had a problem with HBO Go remember that one before oh, like HBO Max yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's still around but when you're watching the movie so let me rewind I love subtitles uh, I watch not everything does. with subtitles <laughs> not everyone does but I'm big on subtitles and not because I can't hear it not because I can't understand it it's because I actually just I mean I'm uh, zoomed in to what they're saying I want to know everything the thing is with subtitles it's like People will say, I'll be like, oh, where are the subtitles? And people will be like, why? Oh, people hate them. And I'll say, so I can hear it. But I don't mean right. so I can It's so you can it. understand. I want to take in everything. Exactly. I want to know exactly what they said. I don't want to have to turn to the person next to me and be like, what did they just say? Exactly. I don't want to miss anything. And with subtitles, it guarantees that you don't have to. So what I don't fuck with is when subtitles and the dialogue don't match up. Oh. Okay, I'm reading what was already, you know, <laughs> lip synced, and I cannot stand it. Yeah, it's not good. So it must drive you crazy when a, when a oh. show or a movie is like dubbed. It's no, honestly. Uh, speaking of dubbed, uh, Parasite. Yep. I watched that movie, and I don't like. like I love subtitles. And yep. I don't care about the dubs. Like it was fine. It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome movie, by the way. But when the subtitles do not match up, it, you can't. You cannot watch it. You know what you I cannot don't like read about it. subtitles? When they're in the little black box. Really? Yeah, instead like of just ones. the uh, like the text. Yeah, I like white or yellow text. Yeah. And with my double whammy mm-hmm. is I don't really like to fuck with people that don't like subtitles. Yeah. I don't because they literally <laughs> criticize me. Why do you do that? Why do you watch subtitles? Happy birthday, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> No, not just him. I'm saying just in general. No, there's a lot of people. It's, fu- it, it's funny though because it's like so like like divisive. It's like I hate them. I love them. It's like it's funny too because like you said, so many people like one or the other. Because me and Amanda both prefer subtitles. Nice. So we'll watch stuff yeah. with subtitles. Yeah, like Heather doesn't mind it, so I'm like pumped. Right. Like I'm like yes because I love subtitles. Exactly. Imagine using subtitles in the theater. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. You do just oh, that'd be so awesome. That would be nice. You know, you, I think you can do that. Yeah, you can go. to You CC can like movies. close captioning movies. Yeah. And you know what? That's for what the people the hard hearing, right? Which is fine, I guess. Throw me in with that category. Yeah. Throw me in with hard hearing. I'll take it. It's funny because we'll watch stuff in the living room with um, 
subtitles on, and her roommate doesn't like subtitles, yeah, so yeah. she'll shut them off. <laughs> so like we're, we're both using like the Fire Stick with like the Netflix account, and, like turn it off, yeah, shut it exactly. off, turn it off. <laughs> oh my god! And it's not like a rivalry or anything. It's, just, it's what you prefer. Exactly. I want you to have your best TV or movie it's, watching experience that you can have. It's your preference. Exactly. Everything is preference. Uh, gotta love it. Okay. So what's your last one? You have a last one or no? I have a last one. Okay. My last one, it's, uh, it's relevant. It's uh, March 23rd, so it's relevant. I don't fuck with people who freak out about their March Madness brackets. <laughs> I've had a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people on Facebook, a lot of people in group texts. Everywhere. Literally everywhere being like, oh, fuck. Like, um, Purdue lost in the first round. My bracket's fucking busted. Yeah. Guess what, buddy? You weren't Everyone's gonna, You weren't going to predict it perfectly. It's fucking impossible. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't care if Baylor beats Gonzaga. Is this a fact that no one's ever got a perfect bracket, right? I don't like think ever. So. It's, it's like a big. Do, it's like a big thing. Of like get a million uh, dollars or something. Yeah, I forget who promotes it. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, I don't think anyone's ever got a perfect one. No one's ever gonna get a perfect one. It's like I know you have to go 64 for 64 or eh, 68 technically. 68 but, predictions correct. Um, well, 68 teams it uh, starts with. Uh, uh, so it's like, yeah, yeah, how many yeah. are you really going to get out of all that? That's a lot of predictions. I honestly don't know. So it's like, if your bracket's busted, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one cares. No one so, cares. So isn't everyone else's. Literally no one cares. <laughs> you know, uh, chances are Purdue lost in the first round. They were a fucking three seed. Everyone's bracket's busted. We don't need right. to hear about yours. Is. It's always that one in the beginning. And it's <laughs> yeah. Like, one upset and everyone's bracket is busted. Your Sorry. whole march is over? Yeah. Fuck it. Crazy. I just, I, I like college basketball and I'll watch some of March Madness. I just, I can't freak out over it. No. I can't get that into it. Can't, uh, can't get the juices flowing with that one. No. Just doesn't happen. I don't know, man. I, and I'd be willing to talk more about it to somebody who likes it and, and freaks out about it. Maybe get their perspective. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. But I don't fuck with it right now. <laughs> right this second, I just don't. Maybe next March. Yeah, yeah, we'll try again in 2022. <laughs> Maybe you'll have a perfect bracket. So we're heading into our, our final segment here, which is the same segment that I do every week, which is when I ask if my guest has a suggestion for the listeners, something they should try, okay. watch, nice. practice, preach, um, practice and preach. Any anything really. Well, is, you already know what I'm going to say. I feel so, like I do, but uh, why don't you go ahead and say it? With this whole COVID thing and with the movie theaters being out of service and, you know, shut down, you know, you, you got to, when this is all over or, you know, when you're, you're you're feeling safe, you know, like I said, you get the juices flowing, just maybe, ready to go. Maybe you get some vaccination some, going yeah, through, your, yeah, through actually, your veins. Yeah, 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 get that. Get, you know, all pepped up, you know, buy a ticket to the theater. Go back to the theater. Watch whatever. I don't care what you watch. Just, like, support your movie theater, like, wherever you live. Like, keep it alive. Like, for, you know, a lot of people don't go to the movie theater anymore. Um, but it's true. we got to keep it alive because there are a lot of people out there that care. AMC almost went down. Didn't then they go bankrupt? The stock market, <laughs> yeah, the I think, Reddit stock market bros brought them I back. Think, I think they're going to stay. I, I don't think movie theaters are going to go anywhere. Like, because people still have that experience. People still care. So that, you know, go to the, go to the theater, support your theater, buy popcorn, don't bring snacks. Buy <laughs> popcorn, buy their snacks. I don't care if it's a $7 Pepsi, buy it. Because 
next week when I go into the theater, I'm I'm donating. Yeah. I'm gonna buy snacks. I'm gonna buy everything. I'm not bringing anything in. I'm not. I'm not letting any of my you friends bring about, anything in. You want to talk about stimulating the economy? <laughs> that's how you simulate the motherfucking economy. Exactly. Yeah. Bring your stimulus. Bring your check. Okay. <laughs> Spend it on movies. Spend it on tickets. Um, you know, the the popcorn. Whatever. Get a get Ra- a raisinets. Get a collectible tin. I don't give a fuck. Buy a collectible cup. Put get, some money into the theater. Get your friends a gift card. Yes, exactly. Speaking of gift cards, I have so many. Like, <laughs> that I, like Christmas time. From like two years ago that I, I can't <laughs> use. But I'm gonna. Also, support physical media. I knew that one was coming. You, it, it's just a must with me. I, I, just, I just care about it so much. And I know it's like going down because of streaming. And if you, you know, if you're in the YouTube community, you know that there's so many people even in other countries that just care so much about it like us as collectors like we we make videos on youtube and new releases and even if you're not collecting like not even just movies just like anything like figures pops vinyl is huge yeah you know i i you know i've recently got into vinyl yeah i got a nice vinyl collection going i probably have 30, these, 30 these record stores are like coming back mm-hmm. i will not be surprised if video stores come back just because yeah i can see that i just because i've already seen so much like you know you know you've seen a pandemic you, you never seen like you would never think of that yeah no you, vinyl you, records are big and now they're even bigger now where these stores are staying alive i will not be surprised if you see a video store like blockbuster like rise it would not be blockbuster shocking, himself but, but it rise would, it would be surprising yeah, even uh, retro video games. Like, if you collect retro video games, I'm sure that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Just anything. But I collect movies, physical media, and you just gotta. I, I feel like just even if you were just to go out, go to your local Target, Walmart, just pick up a movie that you like, that you love. Just have it. Just have it in your in your house, just for the future yeah. and for you know, just save it. We gotta save it because down the line, you know, if your Wi-Fi goes out. You won't be watching anything. You're gonna want a okay. you're gonna want a Blu-ray on hand. Exactly. Maybe even a 4K. Well, speaking of physical media, before mm-hmm. we head yeah. out, I just I I wanted to give out a couple shout-outs. Go for it. So, if you're like if you guys like YouTube, definitely hit up YouTube. And um, I just wanted to shout out a couple of guys from Massachusetts that are like doing huge things on YouTube for physical media. Uh, head over to Durant Cinema. Uh, his name's Dave. He's over there. He lives in uh, I think like Western Mass. And then another guy, Jeff, and his YouTube is Films at Home. Literally anything to do with like new releases, uh, Blu-rays, Blu-ray hunting, reviews, scavenger hunts, anything like that. They're like pretty big channels. A couple of Massachusetts guys, like just yeah. like, really like funny too. Um, just like awesome channels. You gotta check them out. And uh, give a shout out to my wifey. Love you. And uh, did you want to plug any of your? social media at all anywhere somebody can find your collections so yeah if you want to check out my collection of like movies i really only use instagram at nic4ky89 all right perfect pretty much nikki 4k 4k you'll see um some collections on there some uh, blu-rays 4ks vinyls stuff like that just like new releases i'm not really too big on uh, the social cool uh, yeah find me on there all right so check those guys out Give uh, give Nick a check out. You can see him. Uh, DM him. Whisper Sweet Nothings. All that good shit. Yeah, DM me and be like, what movie should I get this week? He'll, he'll tell you. He'll, he'll tell you. I'll direct you to some really good YouTube channels too. There you go. Perfect. 
Uh, as always, you can always follow us. Um, finally got an Instagram page up and running for the podcast itself. So it's at the laid off pod, all lowercase. So you can follow me on there. Be posting when there's new episodes out, all that stuff, as well as um, just some fun memes and shit, you know, fucking around on there. We fuck around on Instagram. And uh, that's about everything. Uh, thanks for coming on this week, Nick. Thanks for having me. Hey, that's what we're here for. We'll come back. Uh, I'll come back another time after my theater experience and let you know how it is. We've got to hear about the 2021 mm-hmm. theater experience. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening and good night. Okay, it's childish. Can't be no homegirl. Drop it like the NASDAQ. Move white girls like this coat up my ass crack. Move black girls, cause man, fuck it. I'll do either. I love pussy. I love bitches. Dude, I should be running Peter in Adidas with some short shorts. B O O R over me. My green is where it's supposed to be. Your green is in my grocery. This Asian dude, I stole his girl, and now he got that Koji beef. My dick is like an accent mark. It's all about the over E. Hot like a parked car. I sound weird like nigga with a hard R. Fly like the logo on my cousin's 440. Eating Oreos like these white girls that blow me. Vodka for my ladies, whiskey for a grown man. Hanging in the islands looking for Earl like Toe Jam. I made the beat retarded, so I'm calling it a slow jam. Butcher and I know it, man. Kill beef, go ham. These rappers are afraid of him. Cause I'm a beast, bitch, girl. Invaders and Gambino is a call, girl. Fuck you, pay me. Brand new whip for these niggas like slavery. Told me I was awful and that shit did not phase me. Tell me how I suck again, my memory is hazy. You're my favorite rapper now, yeah, dude, I better be. Or you can fucking kiss my ass, human centipede. You wanna see my girl? I ain't that dumb. You wanna see my girl? Check Maxim. Man, why does every black actor gotta rap some? I don't know, all I know is I'm the best one. It's a bonfire, turn the lights out. I'm burning everything you motherfuckers talk about. It's a bonfire, turn the lights out. I'm burning everything you motherfuckers talk about. You know these rapper dudes talk shit, start killing. Fuck that, got goons like an arch villain. I'm from the South, ain't got no accent, don't know why. So this rapper's child's play, I do my name like princess die. Yeah, they say they want the realness, rapped about my real life. Just quit. First of all, you talk white. Second off, you talk like you haven't given up yet. Rap stepfather, yeah, you hate me, but you will respect. I put in work, ask Ludwig. Put my soul on the track like shoes did. Played this for my cousin, now he can't even think straight. Black and white music, now nigga, that's a mixtape. Shout out to my blurs, they represent the realness. Shout out to Gambino girls, my dick is in the building. I know you hate me cause your little cousin play me out. I like black girls who nerdy, but when they dance, they be saying, ow. I'm sorry for who follow me. Chillin' with a Filipina at your local Jollibee. Yeah. I'm in her ass like side of me So if you see my hand under the table Don't bother me I don't talk soft That's that other guy I'm screaming what the fuck is up Like I ain't see the sky The shit I'm doing this year Insanity Made the beat that murdered it Casey Anthony These rappers won't know what to do Cause all I did was act mean like a looney tune And I'll give you all of me Until there's nothing left I swear this summer will be summer camp Bitch